Perk those ears up, OmniTalk fans, because joining us now for five insightful minutes is Chad Lust, partner and managing director at the AM Consumer and Retail Group. Chad is here to discuss the results of his company's latest fall U.S. consumer sentiment survey. Chad, in AM CRG's spring 2023 consumer sentiment survey, you found that U.S. consumer sentiment was up despite concerns of inflation and fears over their own financial well-beings. What does the fall 2023 sentiment survey tell us about how they are feeling now, six months later? Uh, so we found that that optimism has indeed fallen with the season here. But what's what's really interesting is to track where consumers' headspaces have been despite, you know, by and large, relatively consistent opinions on the economy at large. Um, over the past few semi-annual cycles of this survey, for instance, consumers' belief that we're in or about to hit a recession really haven't materially moved, but yet as you pointed out, there was a notable bump in the spring where we saw a degree of this inflation fatigue, uh, a need to spend on themselves despite economic concerns as if kind of enough was enough and they needed to maintain a semblance of self through it. Um, you know, you saw that in categories like experiences and travel given the summer season. Well, now in the right. fall here, we did see some snapback in consumers' cautiousness and their spending habits from the spring. Uh, but what's really notable is that it hasn't fully reverted as consumers are telling us they're still net more optimistic and planning to spend more than this time last year. So that'll have some really interesting nuances in terms of where they put their money for the holiday season. So Chad, where are they going to be spending then for the holiday season and kind of as we head into 2024? So uh, again, some, some reversion from some of that sharp increases in experience-based spending, spending on indulgences, uh, those type of things saw the sharpest declines this fall, and, and consumers are back to prioritizing basic needs with, with discretionary spend down. Um, but within that, there's there's a notable increase in products and services, for instance, tied to positive well-being. So, for instance, wellness and, and fitness spend are up uh, about 400 basis points from, from spring and actually over 10% since last fall. So it kind of begs the question of whether spend is being diverted from these discretionary experiences to fitness as sort of a winter indulgence, or actually if personal health and well-being are starting to be treated as a basic need. Um, the other thing that popped for us are product categories that are more associated with holiday-oriented spend. Um, that's correlated with uh, the year-year -year desire to spend more than fall 22. So categories like electronics, fragrances, um, jewelry and accessories, these are all up 11 to 13% or more from last fall. Let me put you on the spot then here too, Chad. What, what does this all mean for the average retail executive listening to this podcast? I mean, what should retailers expect from their consumers this holiday season then, net-net? Following that same thread, you know, while consumers uh, are dialing back on discretionary spending overall, we are seeing an increase in consumers' desire to spend on gifts for others and themselves for this holiday season, about six to 800 basis points versus last year. So they are baking that into their spend budgets for the upcoming season, almost as saying, that is my, uh, that is my necessity, that is my indulgence coming into the, the winter. Uh, Channel-wise, uh, while consumers still prefer to shop in store for everyday purchases, uh, it's going to be a digital holiday. Um, over 70% of consumers say that they prefer to do their holiday shopping online versus in store. 
there is an exception to that. Um, as you know, the secondhand market has really ramped up mm. this past year. Uh, you have retailers like Lululemon and, and Patagonia kind of leading the charge and a lot of retailers having launched their own secondhand programs. Um, so over half of consumers are shopping secondhand or resale today as a way to save money. That's the vast majority, the, the primary driver. Uh, but unlike where 70% of holiday shoppers are saying they want that to be online, nearly 70% want to shop when they're shopping secondhand, do it in store. Uh, hmm. presumably because of of the need to to confirm quality, if you will, there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Chad. Um, it, as we're heading into one of the biggest weeks in retail here, Black Friday coming up in a couple of days, Cyber Monday starting on Monday, what are any last minute tips that you might have for retailers this holiday season in light of what we've just been talking about? As a, as a former marketer, the most obvious success factor is be where your consumers are. And they've indicated a clear preference to shop holiday online, full stop. Uh, but I think the the big story for this holiday season is going to be around inventory management. Uh, there were a number of retailers uh, this past year. Target was one of the first kind of verbal leaders, for example, that took big inventory write-offs from seasonal inventory. Um, and so while I expect some changes are already embedded in holiday planning this year, it does always come down to sort of managing traffic. And so you know, we're on the cusp here of Black Friday. So once Black Friday and surrounding events, you know, really give us a strong indication of the strength of the season, um, retailers should be making sure that they remain flexible and be prepared to offer promotions, discounts, and these kind of non-essential gift-giving categories to manage inventory positions. Thanks, Chad. That was really great, Chad. Thanks so much.